Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello. So this episode, we will be covering The Bachelor, uh, Fantasy Suites for this week, and we'll also Mm -hmm. be covering Married at First Sight. So it's going to be an eventful, an eventful session as always. I don't really feel like it's going to be that eventful. I was kind of... Mm, with Married at First Sight and The Bachelor. I feel like we could talk maybe more about The Bachelor, but... I actually think so. I think you're right, actually. So, yeah. So, let's yeah. just... Let's jump right into it. Let's do it. Okay. So, The Bachelor... Oh, man. Where um, to start? Man. So, we get a monologue from the three ladies uh, kind of just walking aimlessly and into the sunset, I believe. Um, <laughs> everyone kind of was just speaking about their journey and um how they got there and their relationship with matt and is he the one for them and you know just life lessons yeah it was real plain everybody's just talking about the future and then they were sitting on the couch the ugly couch they've been sitting on i guess this whole time yes so christopher comes out and announces the overnight dates aka fantasy suites um he makes a comment that I don't think I've ever heard where he's just like, you guys will get a lot of off-camera time. Use it wisely. And I was like, first of all, ew. Because are you saying <laughs> what I think Sleep with saying? him. Have Sleep sex with, him. with Matt. Spread your legs. Um, but yeah, that was really interesting. And so ew, Brie reads Matt the... sex. Right? Oh, just God. I How did you even say that? This whole episode was just so tough for me. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So Brie reads the first card. Um, the first overnight will be Michelle. And it's mm-hmm. interesting because it seems like she always goes first in the past She's two episodes. number one. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I wish it were true. We don't see Matt working out, I noticed. No, I was very upset. Um, you, you know, I thought you were bothered by his little workout shorts. So I was but I, I, find it so, I find it soothing at this point. I was I was mm-hmm. ready for a short short, you know, maybe another Peloton plug. You had gotten adjusted. And I got That's, none of that. upsetting. No. But I, uh, I see why. Because, oh, God. So Matthew is outside looking pensive. He's looking very um, sad um, and conflicted. Um, He says that he's conflicted because it's difficult to go deep and share who he is as a person. There's a lot of fear there. There's a lot of, you know, fear of commitment. Um, But today is a big day because Mm -hmm. he's finally. We're not going on a date with Michelle. No, he's finally having a conversation that he believes will allow him to move forward. In walks a man who's about to be bamboozled. (laughs) A man who does not know what is in store for him. His father comes walking in the door. He seems to be in good spirits. His father. He seems thrilled. (laughs) He seemed extremely excited. To see, either to see Matt or to be at Nemo Colon or maybe a little <laughs> bit of both. Um, I mean, just happy to be in the room, you know, happy to be at the table. I mean, having a seat at the table is very important. You know, if yeah. your son's like, I need you to, like, come talk to me on this show. Like, I guess that feels good. 
Well, who knows what was said? <laughs> but, um, mm. you know, his dad comes in. He says, you know, it's been a minute since they've seen each other. I was really curious as to how long it's been. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at both of them, like, he clearly has his dad's eyes. I mean, like, his face yeah. is his dad's face. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's interesting. I mean, those, those genes are strong. Yes, they are. I'm um, not surprised, though. I'm not either because he doesn't really look like his mom. I mean... What? Yeah. Jade. What are you saying? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've heard that whole one drop. Yeah. I mean, but sometimes, you know, sometimes they don't be like that, Sean. You never know. I mean, he doesn't really look very white. Thank, no matter thank, what he does. Thank you for that, Jade. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. Like, even though he's biracial, he could pass for a completely black Oh, well, yeah. Being. I mean, he definitely doesn't look biracial. Like, even the hair, I mean, that could... That's it, what I'm saying. Mean, like, him and nothing. his brother. Yeah. You don't yeah, see, that's true. like, a trace of whiteness there. Yeah, that, that is actually true. The, the genetics are definitely strong. And I think, I did, honestly... I, I did dig on Dad a little bit, I was too. about to say, is he African? He is African. At okay. first, I thought he was, like, West Indian. Because um, I was like... He had an accent, but I couldn't quite place it. Because then mm-hmm. I felt like sometimes, like, his... his syntax and his verbiage was a little different i don't yeah. know but yeah there was yeah I, I i know what you're saying yeah <laughs> if y'all watched it you might have <laughs> might, might have caught what we're saying with the way he was speaking it was i don't know yeah. it was different but yeah he's from africa i couldn't figure out where in africa but africa and his outfit choice was interesting as well yeah i'm gonna for some reason i'm really thinking east africa i don't know why mm. but like his just his bone structure I don't know. It's giving me like Ethiopia. I don't know. You know, I don't know. The I more know. I find out about these people and the ways they've concealed <laughs> their people. culture. These people. Well, honestly, um, exactly. Because the culture getting, concealment is really bothering me. We're getting so off tangent. But like if his father is African, Matt, should, is that something uh-huh. we should know? Like, <laughs> I what? feel like. Like, one of our listeners told me that Brie had previously talked about her mom being uh, Iranian or from Iran. And I was like, like. Oh. Exactly, right? Yeah. Well, she. Are y'all not proud of y'all's culture? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, these people have, like, nope. As a person who doesn't know their history. Hello. These people know their history and they are not shouting it from the mountaintops or not speaking about it in a prideful way and it's really it's it, I, like if i was african everybody would know right i mean like literally i mean if, not that if, i'm not african but if i exactly, had a, it's like if i knew west east south north north if you central me, right if you country could just me something i mean apparently i've been told that i'm like i i think it's is it ghanian ghanan oh uh-huh I don't know. They that's what the people say. So I don't know. Maybe it's true. But I mean, just the fact that his father is African and we had no idea. Yeah. Cuz he's always said like my mom's white, my dad's black, right? Right, but that's just not, Africans I mean, aren't black. Right, like that's completely different. Like your dad is African. See, I mean, yes, he's see. black, but he's also no. African. And and they're very, If you like, ask Africans, Africans do not say they're black. Yeah. I mean, I feel like ten I mean, we we all black. But I, I I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Anyways, funny a lot about, you know, Matt's father. Um, and this conversation really just kind of, like, really made me very uncomfortable, um, which is why I'm so, like, hesitant to really discuss it. 
Um, yeah, it seemed like it shouldn't have been filmed. No, like. this was such a private conversation, and it just felt very exploitative. And I felt like Matt 100%. is cl- Matt is not in charge here. Like, I don't think he know what was going on, and the fact that he thought that this was a conversation he wanted to have on ABC. Um, with the MAGA community that is The Bachelor is just really insane to me. Um, And put your dad through that too. Oh my God. And I mean, I I get it. So Matt says that, you know, just a laundry list of things that's wrong with Matt that he, I guess, attributes to his dad. You know, he says he guards his emotions because of what has happened with him. Dad says, well, you know, you've got to let that go. Um, you know, Matt starts talking about he started other families and he cheated on his mom and I saw what you did to my mom and, you know, Matt's dad says that, you know, well, my dad was killed, you know, when I was five, so I didn't really Hold have... On. Matt's dad said, <laughs> I didn't have that either. Right. As if that's a justification, but it's not. He's like, I, I didn't have that either. My dad was killed, you know, my dad, you know, he went through things and uh, this is, I mean, I'm... I'm it was a a sensitive moment i do think matt's dad is in a different mental space than Mm -hmm. than matt is and i feel like matt came into this conversation feeling like there's so much on the line that i need Mm -hmm. to try to correct these things and his dad is like completely blindsided by the conversation and thinks like i guess they're there to like just have lunch or something right um because even when his when they first sit down and Matt's saying, like, oh, these things bothered me as a kid. His dad's like, well, I don't see you having any problems with that. You're going to be great. And, like, you know, right, yeah. keeping it super light. Keeping it, tr- Yeah, keeping it positive, really. Yeah. He's like, Matt, you know, I believe in you. I love you. Matt doesn't want to do that. It, ugh, ugh, like, Matt is just. It's really cringe. It's unfortunate when you start a conversation on the defensive. Like, yeah, it's like he his dad was going to fail no matter what. Like, no matter what he said, like, it was going to be an issue. And, yes, do I think that his dad has some things that he probably needs to, you know, work through in his relationship with, with Matt. Of course. But did I think that needed to be done in front of ABC cameras and the Bachelor producers? I did not. No. I I would have, if I would have been his counsel, I would have been like, look, you and your dad can have this conversation privately. You can call him when cameras mm-hmm. aren't there, FaceTime, whatever. But, like, I wouldn't advise you to blast your dad on national television. Right. I just don't like, you know, the thought that we're – you know, black men tearing down other black men. It's, it's, it's. <sighs> and then it's, it's, it's confusing because Matt got on Twitter that same day and prefaced oh. the conversation with a series of tweets where he was just like, you know, there are so many depictions of black men in the media and I really just wanted to, you know, dispel that. Or honestly, the tweets were very confusing because it was Did like. Did he dispel he, that though? Because he kind of said, like, you abandoned me. That's what I'm saying. Like, you show, you said that he was abandoning you, but now you want to, but now you want people to not think that all black men abandon their kids. But you showed, mm. but, but that, but you're showing us that. So I, I, I didn't understand what the, what the tweets were for. Um, just how I don't really understand what this conversation was for. You know, Matt is in tears. He's crying. I mean, mm-hmm. his dad is just like, you know, trying to, again, be positive. You know, they've made mistakes, but you've got to get back up. And honestly, mm-hmm. nothing that they said was mind-blowing or anything different. At one point, dad stops talking because I think he realized <laughs> that this is not a conversation. Like, this is Matt no. just wanting to talk about his no. feelings. Which is fine. Like, Matt, you know... In the in the ITM we're talking head, Matt says, you know, he would he would be there sometimes, like he would buy shoes and bring pizza. He's like, but like I, I didn't, didn't need that. Oh, sorry, I needed a dad. Yeah, he's like <laughs> crying throughout, 
And then <sighs> Matt's dad is like, after he like takes a pause, he's like, I'll try, Matt. I'll try. I'm sorry I hurt you, son. He has sweat beating up all over the top. This man's bald. I mean, he's but, so sweaty. But granted, I'm sure there's like seven lights. He's uncomfortable. Lights. It's like, what <laughs> What did I walk into? I mean, between the crew and this conversation. And he had a towel with him, I guess. You know, just, you know. I mean, old men do that. Hot. Well, I guess it's not hot because everybody else has been wearing like coats and things. Well, yeah. I mean, but... they're in the middle of Pennsylvania. So I imagine it was freezing. But I guess, you know, it, it's, it's hot Matt's up there. Matt's wearing turtlenecks. So. I mean, it's, it's hot up there when you're on the hot seat. I, I'm sorry. That was yeah. funny. I mean, so Matt ends up <laughs> corny. <laughs> Matt ends up, you know, saying like, I forgive you. His he doesn't. Dad. Good God. <laughs> he doesn't? Uh, what? I you... think he says, I forgive you. But they, it's not. He's like. It's okay, or I understand, or something like that. And we're going to continue having conversations about it as he's walking his dad out. Right. And the dad says, like, I'm proud of you. And he, he validates him and says, like, you're right about everything you said. You're completely right. So, I mean, that's, yeah. Then we just kind of transition into the fantasy suites. It's real weird. This It's so strange. The way they've cut this up and spun it. And then <laughs> the other thing before we get into these fantasy suites, I had a difficult time with this because... Aside from the actual, like, what each person was doing, it was pretty much copy and paste, insert the girl, insert the date. Yes, yes. Topics of conversation yes. were all the same. Yes. And so, like, we could spend more time on it, but, like, why? Like, in each conversation with each girl, Matt brings up this conversation with his dad. Yes, yes. I mean, honestly, there was nothing. I, I don't have many, much notes because the conversations were literally the same. The only conversation mm-hmm. that was different was Rachel. And I think and that's well, important. Yeah. We'll go to there. I guess we'll start with Michelle. Michelle's date is a traditional Pennsylvania Dutch spa day, which Matt, okay, I'm going to get the run through. I'll run it down real quick. Okay. <clears throat> it's raining. And Michelle Michelle walks up. Matt's there in his little raincoat. And they're kissing a lot outside of this little, uh, like, what is it, like a log cabin kind of thing? Yes, yes, very They're rustic. kissing outside of this log cabin. Matt's eyes are closed, just in case y'all are wondering. Um... <laughs> He tells her what they're going to do. She's like, I don't know what that is, but I'm excited. And they enter into this room and Matt's eyes like pop open. You could tell he doesn't know what's going on. He didn't plan this date. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of like fur, faux fur, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just not very vegan friendly, not very pita friendly. It's it's all over the place. I mean, just bear skin and... I don't know. It's bear skin. skin. There's dairy. There's there's oatmeal. (laughs) There's oatmeal in a storage container. Milk in a basin. There's uh sticks of slabs of butter on this platter. It's all over the place. Like what kind of butter was that? I don't know. I was like, is this plant based? Anyway. They somehow deduce what they're supposed to do. I don't know how they figured it out because I would have just been like. Let's okay. sit down and talk. But uh, <laughs> they have a little matching all-white swimwear. They somehow figured out that their feet need to go into this oatmeal basin and, like, stomp around. Kind of like when you stomp on grapes, but they're sitting mm-hmm. and, like, just sloshing their feet around. Um, talking about the oatmeal. Like, do you try the oatmeal? <laughs> Whatever. <so> gross. <laughs> then they start rubbing sticks of butter all over each other. So he, is that shea butter, we think? Like shea butter or like butter? You butter? think they you think they got shea butter? 
Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> think, think about production. It's what not shea I butter. Say? They don't know what shea butter is. Uh, I wish it was shea butter. That would have made me feel better. But, but why sticks of butter? It's dairy. I think maybe, okay, as I was thinking about Pennsylvania Dutch, I was like, okay, is this something like Amish and like, you know, people um in pennsylvania they're like there's like a lot of amish country i guess in pennsylvania or okay pennsylvania yeah. dutch is a thing mm-hmm. and so they have like their cows and stuff and they sell those products so i think that w- mm. might have been the inspiration but that's a very loose connection my my my, my, my. for okay. me so he's rubbing butter on michelle he starts beating her with a leaf like it's a Strange. roman bath <laughs> then they get into the milk bath which I, they're covered in butter get into this milk bath and I don't know why my note says, is the milk cold? Right. Like, is it cold or is it warm? <laughs> is like, who wants to be in that? It was very strange. They're in this milk bath. Um, and they're like, she's, I guess, sitting like kind of between his legs, like leaning against him. Mm-hmm. And he says, this is, oh, yeah. I don't know. They're kissing. And then they go <laughs> transition cut scene to like them sitting on some faux fur thing which i thought was the bed isn't it i think it's the bed I, yeah think. maybe everything was covered all like with these animal skins yes yeah yeah definitely mm-hmm. and so is this where i believe they start talking about like her parents yeah um, he says he felt the most comfortable with her parents out of yes. everybody which you know her dad is really cute so mm-hmm. and they just can't you blame know, him she basically says that they're truly in love and like her parents have been together for so long and mm-hmm. you know just staying in love is has always been a, a strong suit of theirs and Matt says that he wants her parents' relationship and, you know, that's really the goal for him. And I don't know. He looked very happy with her. So I did. She looked very happy as well. Yeah. They both looked like they were on the same page. So I was just like, well, one would think I would. Right. I I, I felt Mm. bad. Um, So, yeah. So the next scene, they get dressed up for dinner Matt's in a blue blazer, uh, a skinny black pant with no socks. I don't really <laughs> like that. Blazer. I don't really like that trend. Um, I have no notes on this conversation. It's basically mm-hmm. the same talk. Um, well, this is the first time, so I'll introduce the conversation. Oh, yes. This is the first one. Yes, yeah, true. Um, so it's, it's kind of weird because Michelle starts the conversation. They're sitting at like this little sweetheart table. And she starts and she's like telling him he can tell her anything. And he just looks uncomfortable almost mm-hmm. like his jaws clenched and he looks like he's there, like there's something on his mind and the way she started this i'm like is there something on his mind so he takes like a couple of those like swallow gulps where like mm-hmm. the deep gulps like like that <laughs> 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 as he's like because she's like leaning into him and he's like leaning back it's yeah. weird there's some weird vibes so he starts talking about his parents and the conversation with his dad um she says thank you for sharing that which Mm -hmm. i was like she's funny she's hilarious hysterical um so she starts saying like i look at you as my person and you know he doesn't say anything back they they kiss yeah they kiss he lifts his plate which on his plate is a full plate of food and under is like a date card and this thing of food like they're not eating in any of these scenes i don't know why we even have food right um, but he pulls a card from under his plate and it's the card that essentially says like, do you guys want to go to this fantasy suite to continue your night? Or you can go to your separate rooms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and she's like, I love to go. And after that, she says something like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. 
oh sorry they get to the fantasy suite they just leave they get up yeah everybody's plates are full yeah get up go to the (laughs) fantasy suite walk in it's like a hotel room nothing special right um they start talking again she tells him i love you and And then he kisses he deflects with a kiss yes (laughs) deflects then you get to see rachel crying in the background from I guess their main location. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to refer to that. And this was very confusing for me because I would have preferred not to see her during Rachel's time. I mean, during Michelle's time. Well, but also mm-hmm. like, has she not been on the show the whole time? Like he always goes on dates. Mm-hmm. Like he's in a yeah. dating show. So all of yes. a sudden she's like, Oh my God, I'm so upset that he's dating other people and he's, he's being intimate with other people and my heart's going to explode <sighs> and I'm going insane. And it's my worst nightmare. And it's like, Rachel, yeah, that's exactly what she said what the what the fuck where is this coming from yeah it's weird it was giving me like white fragility vibes because it's like mm-hmm. why are why are we sitting she's like this... having a whole breakdown right in and the middle like... of michelle's or it's cutting into michelle's date the way they, the way they've edited it yeah and it's just very i don't i just didn't like it it's not necessary no so we skip to michelle and matt waking up in this bed and um Michelle's thanking him for responding how he did when she told him I loved you. And I was like, why? I don't get it. He didn't even say anything <laughs> back. Say anything. I mean, maybe he said something off camera. I guess we'll never know. I don't know. She's like, is... thanks for responding the way you did. And I was like, girl, mm, no. I guess Michelle, girl. So now she's telling him, like, I love you all the time. She's like, I love you. I love you. Mm. They start to part ways. He walks her, doesn't walk her out of the out of the building, walks her out of the door of the hotel of like their suite. <laughs> She walked down the hallway by herself and sees herself out of the actual building, which I was like, damn, rude. <laughs> um, but then he's up in the tower like Romeo and Juliet. And he's like, he calls her back. He's like, Michelle. She turns around and he's like blowing her kisses. And I was like, oh, look at him. Like a little yeah. kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I thought that part was cute. But I would, like he could have walked her out further than the front he door. He said no. He wanted it to be a whole scene where he's at the top and she's at the bottom. And he's like, Rachel, whatever. Power know. trip. She goes <sighs> back to the girls. They're like, what happened? They don't really want to know. No, Spoiler. they both were. <laughs> I don't know. It was so weird. I was like, all of a sudden, everyone's got all these strong emotions for Matt. And I'm like, I don't understand where this happened. Why this is happening like it is. Oh, um, wait. Rachel Do you think said Michelle she's... had sex with him. Oh, absolutely, right? I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm assuming she she's in love. She's in love. That's what, she's you, a, that's that's what that's... you do when, after you say I love you. So Yeah, that's her husband. Um, mm. so going back to Rachel, Rachel said that she was nauseous. Um, Michelle comes in glowing. Um, she describes their date. She said it was memorable and the girls even She's Brie, trying to be considerate. She really is. And even Bree is looking all weird and i'm just like you guys I- i'm really this upset. is the show this is the way it goes right. especially if you watched it and you know that fantasy suites are a thing i could see like maybe if you didn't and then i think at some point rachel starts crying i'm like what the fuck Rachel's is wrong with again. you yeah <sighs> i didn't take notes so i just put rachel cries whatever so then, next up is brie <laughs> yeah brie leaves and says she's gonna go get ready for a date um because she's still kind of upset that she got the last rose brie let it go um so then her date begins mm-hmm. <laughs> in the forest again <laughs> it is weird because her hometown was also in the woods and now yes. she's back in the woods they he puts this backpack on her and tells her they're going 
camping. And then she and literally says in her talking head, I don't know why my dates end up being outside. I'm the least outdoorsy. And she laughs. Yeah. But it's almost like she's, I think well, she's, she said she's been mudding off-roading oh, last that time. that is true. She, so that's what she it? said. They didn't. They didn't put her outside. She said okay. that's what she does. Hold on, Brie. Which which one is it, girl? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Because she says she grew up off-road and shit, but she says she's the least outdoorsy. So which is it, Brie? She wants to be wine to dine. I, I get that. Uh, yeah, I get it, too. After I mean, after they spend the first date outside, it's like, why are all my dates got to be outside? Just because I like outside? Like, no. I don't know. They're walking to this campsite, I guess. Matt's pretending he knows how to use a compass. He's never been camping, and neither has she. God. It's the, literally the blind leading the blind. They're having a lot of sexual innuendos about pitching a tent mm-hmm. and getting it up. Um, <laughs> it's just cringe. He's a little bit cringy. Such a child. I mean, <laughs> and like we get it. Like obviously he's extremely attracted to Brie. So I mean, I mean, we get it. Okay. Whatever. He has some questionable taste, but not with mm-hmm. Brie specifically, but some of the yeah. other people on the show. Um, he tells her they're actually not staying overnight in the tent. So I'm like, what's the <laughs> point of why do I have to go outside and pretend to camp if I'm not even staying outside? Well, yeah, and know? it's like they're not camping. So it's like they just, what were they, they doing? They put up a tent, like production. Again, this would never oh, happen in real God. life. Um, so they're like, have a little campfire, I guess. And same conversations happen until they transition to their actual date. Um yeah, let me see. Same conversations happen. Sorry. He talks about his dad. Yeah. She oh, becomes she emotional. Him, she asks him a really great question, though. I don't know if you were going to mm. say this. Where she asks him if he's ready to get engaged in a few weeks. Mm, nope. Didn't take a note on that. She asked him that, and I took note of it because he looked taken aback, but then he was like, mm-hmm. that's such a great question. And I'm like, man. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So he basically says that, he answers that by basically talking about his dad. And saying that the okay, thing that yeah. has hindered him from going deep with women um, was his relationship with his dad. Uh, mm-hmm. And he needed that closure to move forward. So I guess that's his way of saying that now he's ready for an engagement because he talked to his dad and had one conversation, I suppose. I guess. Yeah, she becomes emotional. She starts talking about her dad, actually, mm-hmm. which is kind of her feeling because she says she wishes like her dad could like see her. And I yes. don't know. Is he alive i think he's alive right well she said that he's in her life but he hasn't but how she is is not because of like her dad's influence like he's there but he hasn't really been there okay okay so i think she probably sees him like on the holidays (laughs) but i don't think he's like happy birthday or something but he's not not have a relationship yes exactly yeah okay they go to Another sweetheart table dinner where nobody eats. Mm-hmm. Um, she essentially says she's in love with him, and he does the same thing, deflects and kisses her. Yes. Um, they go to exit. You know, very simple. Did you want to comment on his outfit or no? I don't even recall. Great. Um, <laughs> so she got her fantasy suite is like a little log cabin room situation, so a little bit mm-hmm. different than. It yes. might be the same room that Michelle's oh, date was actually in now that I think about true. it. That's true. It was very, yeah, because I It was kind of like the same theme. Yeah. So I don't know if those locations were connected, but I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. So they pop more, sh- you know, another bottle of champagne, another bottle of bubbly, mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. lot of kissing. I'm noticing that he does not do like, I see a lot of pecs, like mm. the kisses that don't connect. I don't know if you noticed that, but like there's never like a, there's never tongue. <laughs> it's just like I, pecs. 
always feel like he is kissing because it's expected and all of it's not genuine. Oh no. Especially like with I know, but like with Brie, the interactions are just so like forced in a way that it's like I don't know. It seems like he's forcing himself. Um yeah, they kiss and they kick everybody out, whatever. Uh open up with them in the bed. And he asked her, was last night what you expected? Yes. And what does she say? Do you have it? She said everything and more. Yes. Which I was like, really? Interesting (laughs) question because he didn't ask Michelle that. He didn't. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Was it what you expected? How am I supposed to answer that if it wasn't? Yeah, with these cameras in here. So. <laughs> it was weird. I was just like... It's weird because okay. I sometimes think like, okay, with like your first time having sex with someone, right? Like, it's not going to be the best. Right, exactly. Because y'all don't know each other sexually. Um, So she says this is everything she expected and and more, a little bit more, mm-hmm. which I guess to stroke his ego and to I be chosen. <sighs> it's real sad. They go like to make breakfast and mm-hmm. whatever um and this is kind of a similar setup to michelle's because again she he walks her out the front door he's standing there with his pajamas on and his blue blazer <laughs> and his little slippers <laughs> and she like walks away and then you just see her walking away like from a it's like an above shot mm-hmm. but he doesn't call her back he doesn't blow her kisses it's just yeah. like this bad girl bye Cause he's at the balcony again, mm-hmm. but I'm like, are these, are people getting tested for COVID and for STDs? Like how clean are we being here? Cause I don't want people to just have sex to be chosen to get the engagement. Like, I don't know. Like mm-hmm. I just imagine these girls pulling out all the stops on these yeah, fantasy Yeah, they suites. probably are. I mean, I don't know. Bri- I really don't know. I would hope not. Like have uh, some decency. So then we get back to the, um, the, the main house. Rachel is bitching again. About the <laughs> That's other good. Girls. I have she's whining. <laughs> the other girl's going on dates with him again. Um, mm-hmm. She says that yeah. she, she says I don't want to see her. I guess I'm refer- referring to Brie. Um, Brie walks in because <laughs> that's where she's supposed to be. She's very excited. She had a wonderful date. The ladies mm-hmm. are. Michelle seems to be fine. I think she was just you know listening to her you know again rachel is michelle's near, a teacher she's trained and right who cry rachel's damn near tears again she says she's gonna go get ready for her day but then she stops on another couch i guess outside of the room they were in to cry yeah it's just a bunch of rachel crying y'all didn't miss anything promise yeah so basically you know rachel's heading for her date she's walking all somber and serious and sad and shit she's <laughs> they such cut a fucking... the music at one point it's right awkward. she's such a debbie downer matt's sitting there like smiling trying to like you know be the positive force that he is and she's just like i just missed you so much it was just so hard it was the worst week of my life and i'm just like again this white fragility this is a lot to Man. handle if y'all haven't read white fragility it's a highly recommended book <sighs> Oh, my God. So then I don't even want to get into this conversation. So they they start walking up to their date, uh, which is like ceramics. Yeah. Like they go to uh, like where you what is it throwing the wheel or whatever, like where you sit down and things spinning. Yeah. Making like bowls and stuff. I was just like, this is weird. That wasn't that a weird date to you? 
Um, I don't think so. I think it's supposed to be a romantic sexual date because there was a movie years ago where there was a couple and they were uh, throwing clay and he sat behind her and it was like all sexual with like the rubbing and the, you know, I don't know what the movie is. I guess it just, it appeared just out, it it just seemed odd because michelle's date was what the the milk bath let's rub each other and get in a bath uh-huh. right and then well, brie was outside brie the was tent, literally so. outside of the tent and then we Fully jumped clothed. to the ceramics i was just like it's all we're all over the place here um so they start doing the ceramics you know rachel is not into it because she's just so upset um so matthew was saying that he can tell that her energy is off and he wants to get to the bottom of it and Basically, they have a conversation about how she's feeling because it's turned into how she feels, even though this show is about The Bachelor. I noticed that, too. Yeah. Um, It's weird. It's like she's The Bachelor. Yeah. (laughs) So it was almost like she was, like, trying to manipulate, like, his feelings, in a sense. because she worked. Yeah, because she was just like, oh, I'm just feeling, you know, like, I just really, you know, care about you. And I, I, you know, I I can see She's almost, like, threatening to leave is what's happening. Like, she's She's like, I can't handle this. Like, this is too mm -hmm. much for me. Like, if you're going to let me go, just let me go. Right. It was manipulation. And he Mm -hmm. fell right for it and was just like, you know, basically, he tells her that he's falling in love with her. Yeah. It's real. Mm. And then as soon as he said that, she said that she gained that confidence back. And mm-hmm. she's happier because she's a better person when she's with him. So essentially, she just gaslighted him to get what she wanted, which was him to say that he loved her. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly that. She showed up with this whole mood, thrown off thing. Yeah. And, you know, he's happy to see her and trying to make her happy you know checking on her and that was gross gives her a little crumb to brighten her mood and she takes it and it works and we're able to continue the day and everybody's happy all of a sudden it's nasty very um yeah they go they supposedly go back to clay and everything is fine i was i was worried about the editing of this episode because i'm not sure things happened that way mm-hmm. um nothing major but just like i don't know it was distracting they go to dinner oh they don't they don't go to dinner they go to a couch with a charcuterie board yeah which is yes. different yes, he talks about his dad so. again she's very positive and supportive she accepts this fantasy suite and they go to i guess another hotel but then we see where the budget went for the other dates clearly because <laughs> i the whole time i was like where's the budget going why are the are these the leftover date options from before but they start kissing on this bed and they're all of a sudden are fireworks which (laughs) most people know the way fireworks work right like if you're within like a certain radius of fireworks you're gonna hear them now they're all in the same resort so they didn't show michelle and Bree's reaction to hearing fireworks randomly but i'm sure they heard them which is insulting I don't know. I don't yeah. know. So they're kissing and kissing and kissing. Fireworks. fireworks I love rude. you. Falling in love. Disgusting. So then we get to, yeah. let's just jump right into the rose ceremony. Well, that's why things happen. It's like, we don't see them waking up, do we? Oh, yeah, that's true. We don't. You're right. I, I took a note on that. I was like, did they not wake up? Did he not goodbye her? Like, Yeah, like they didn't show that at all. And I was like, well, damn. So we get no, uh, the other ladies, you know, doing, you know, the walk of whatever and we the don't la- see the walking out of his life yep that mm-hmm. was ridiculous so basically rose ceremony happens matt is wearing a hideous suit 
Is he? This is the brown suit he's wearing? Yes, it was weird. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. But um, Michelle and Brie look so good in black, so stunning, so chic. I don't I recall. I mean, they what, always do a classic black. I don't recall what Rachel was wearing. Rachel had on black this time, too. She did get the black dress memo. I did note that. I guess. But whatever. Well, anyways, um, as we can all, you know, gather, Brie is the one who is leaving us tonight. Got the axe. Um, she did a really beautiful cry. Um, I mean, she mm-hmm. just looked stunning. And yeah. she just seems so mature to say she's 24. She is. So he walks her out. They go to like this bench outside and he's apologizing, not because he means it, but because blah, he doesn't blah. want her to cry. Blah, blah. Um, she's heartbroken. She goes in the car. She's still crying, you know, but I think she has herself like I she's, think fine. she's <laughs> definitely going to be OK. I wouldn't spend too much time crying over him, especially Absolutely the way he treated not. you. No. Um. So, yeah, that's kind of it. Next week is the finale. It looks like they're going to sit down with his mom and his brother, John. Yes, the infamous brother that I've been yeah, talking about. Yeah, we're going to meet brother John. The rapper. And everyone is, yes, John the rapper. And everyone <laughs> is crying at some point of this episode. Is it's what really so far. interesting because we don't see the typical scenes that you do on the Bachelor finale oh, where you see them like, means. well, usually they'll show the Bachelor like, outside with a ring waiting for the woman to walk up or something and we don't see that with matt we just see him having a complete breakdown yeah he's crying the women are crying right so it makes me think that maybe no engagement happened because i don't we don't see any of that Mm. so i don't know i wouldn't be surprised because this man wouldn't fall into peer pressure and propose to somebody just because it was expected to well and plus like you as you know as a professional, this man clearly needs therapy. <laughs> like, this is the last <laughs> thing he needed. So looking forward to that next week because, you know, The Bachelor, man. What a, what a season. Yeah. Ooh, let's move. <sighs> okay, so Married at First Sight. This episode have- is titled Three Little Words. Yes, and I feel like we have a lot to cover, but not all of it's important. No, um, it's really not, man. Just, it's just not. being honest. Uh, yes, three little words. I don't know what day we start on. Day 18. Day 18. Okay, we start on day 18. It's like everybody getting ready or whatever. Chris mm-hmm. looks like he's at the mutual apartment, but is he? That looks like a different apartment. It looked okay. like a, another furnished place. Because Paige's yeah. apartment doesn't look like that. Okay, I was wondering, because I was like, I don't remember seeing his apartment in the introductions, but... Yeah, I don't know where he at. Probably somewhere. He's somewhere but... putting on his shoes. Yeah. That's all I got from it. I did note that Clara was drinking a real Coke. What do you mean a real Coke? Like, just a Coke. Like, it wasn't a Coke Zero or, you know, a Diet Coke. Diet Coke? It was literally a straight Coke, like the regular Coke. Does that bother you? I haven't seen someone drink, like, a, a straight Coke in years. Oh. I mean, unless, like, I go home to, like, Louisiana. <laughs> Don't but say like, that about the Louisiana. <laughs> but I'm just Don't saying, like, in Austin, I never see people drinking Coke. I mean, they sell it, though, at the store, so somebody must be buying yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, but I just, every time I go out to, you know, to dinner or in the past, it's always been, like, Topo Chico or, you know, a spark. You know, we love a sparkling water here. And so oh I was just goodness. like, wow, she's drinking a Coke. She, okay, girl. Claire cool. is uninhibited. That's what we're going to learn this episode. She's like, well, fuck it. Coke, she... donuts. <laughs> She's comfortable with herself, and I don't blame her. She is. So, 
We start with Haley. This is like it's the first conversation we have. Haley's uh, meeting with her friend, oh, and uh, or I guess her same friends that came to her little thing. Mm-hmm. Her mom sends her some chocolate covered strawberries. Who knows why? Um, and Haley, it like goes to their like little nanny cam inside the house, mm-hmm. where Jake asks her about attraction, and she says she doesn't know. Um. And he's like, well, I don't know if we have a shot without any physical attraction. So Haley's just relaying this conversation to her friends. And they're trying to figure out if there's attraction or not. Do you get anything else from this conversation? Yeah, basically she says that um, he's not unattractive, but she just isn't super attracted. So, I mean, there you have it, folks. Okay. All right. So then we have Claire and Ryan. They're on a date. They're crafting with Clay. Like, this this clay date versus the other clay date that we just talked about. So, like, <laughs> the other clay date where they're throwing clay, and this is, like, you know, like, when you're in elementary school and the art teacher gives you, like, a slab of clay and lets you do whatever you want with it? Mm-hmm. This is what they're doing. So, they're, yes. like, rolling it out and, like, shaping just a, a block. It's not wet. It's just, like, like the regular clay. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan starts talking about how he wants to be the best at everything. Even if it's, like, the best at knitting, he's just super competitive. Clara doesn't seem to care too much about anything. No. She said that she thinks that they're getting along very well, but she is frustrated. And she wants to show him the craftier side of her because the more stressed she is, the more she crafts. Mm-hmm. Don't blame her. Um, and so she basically says that... Um, she wanted to introduce the side of her to him and she says that these are priceless mementos they can tell their or they can show their children about one day so i thought that was Mm -hmm. very um interesting (laughs) yeah they're like making mugs um you see ryan being very anal about his mug the energy was just very off here it it was just as it is every time you see the two of them (laughs) just off but she kind of asked him about like a crafting room. She was like, you know, where is the crafting room going to be in the house? And he's like, oh, you can craft in the garage. And as a fellow crafter, I was like, girl, do not accept that. Do the not. That's that right to me. Throw those crafts out there in the garage, girl. No. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe you. No. <sighs> Tara is not a crafter, obviously. She I mean, I like a good um, what? I like I like like photo books and stuff. I like a little I like a scrapbook every now and then. You would want a scrapbook in the garage? I don't know. I don't have a garage. That seems like it's a perfectly reasonable <laughs> kitchen table activity. I mean, honestly, Ryan is just like if however I can get you out the house, the See? garage it is. <laughs> I just feel like she's not making like if you're gonna scrap, you could do it on the floor, you could do it in a separate bedroom. Well then why like does the she garage. need why does she need a, a crafting room then? What she the probably has multiple crafts. Like there people like to do like if you need a, a sewing machine, you need a room for that. Oh, you won't put it in the garage. <sighs> anyway. More All facts right. about us. Jade's a crafter, Tamara's not. So then we get on to I have my crafts on the same room, by the way. Inside. I, I need to see this craft room. Oh, I, think I need to see it because I just, I just, see it. I just can't imagine having a whole room dedicated to crafts. Like, it's slash my office, but it's like okay. my personal space. See, but. that makes sense here. Claire didn't say nothing about an office. <laughs> he didn't say like room. you can have, you can use this room as a crafting multi-purpose room. He was like, this is where we keep random stuff: the garage. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Oh my goodness. Go. So the next conversation, my my my. Uh, Paige walks into a little, I guess, a coffee shop or a restaurant and is meeting with Pastor Dwight. 
Paige not, looks hella thrilled. Not Pastor Cal, you guys. Pastor <clears throat> Dwight. Who's Pastor, Pastor Dwight? Du- Pastor Dwight wants to be Pastor Cal, is what I've gathered <laughs> um, from this interaction. Uh, I so, have I, on my notes just real quickly that this is yeah. so out of this is so out of line and very strange. It is. It. <laughs> my note is like, how? Like, why are they meeting? This seems very. They don't even know each other. You would think, right? Um, so he's wearing Lacoste again. Again, my goodness. Are people still wearing that, or is I that was not a thing? Literally, just about to ask you, have I missed something? <laughs> Um, I didn't know you were still I wearing don't, that. No, this is a different piece of clothing. I so. wonder where you can get that. Is that is Dillard still doing the Lacoste? Do collection? they? I don't know. I thought they had their own stores. Maybe are not. people going into Dillard still? Gosh, they shouldn't. Dillard's looks <laughs> as old as it is. My God. Oh, so he's sick. wearing his Lacoste shirt. She's again telling him how duplicitous Chris went. Again, Chris that. was. <laughs> She's saying the word duplicitous again. Yes. But we're is. it's like we're hearing it for the second time. She's catching him up on it. And uh, Pastor Dwight reveals that Chris was engaged when he met him. So like years and years ago. Like mm-hmm. Chris has been engaged multiple times before. Is this bomb he drops? But before he um, says that, he gives yeah. us a quote of scripture. Although I don't know what scripture this was. Ooh. Where it says, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. <laughs> He presented that as scripture? Yes. Oh, I didn't know he was saying that as scripture. I thought he was just trying to like put a pastoral spin on it. He said scripture. So we need okay. to, my fellow Hold Christians. On. I'll, I'll quick, quickly <laughs> we, look. Hold we got to uh, find out what book is that in? <laughs> minded man. Okay, here we go. King James Version. Okay, <clears throat> okay he wasn't lying then. Oh, okay. So we have James 1 8 in the King okay. James Version. Okay. A double minded man is unstable in all his ways. Girl, well, why do we have to check this pastor? Girl, See, I mean, no, we don't know more said, than him. But honestly, him quoting scripture about his friend. Mm, his friend. Wow, this is that's your scripture. Friend. I'm still shocked. A mm. double minded man is unstable in all his ways. So, yes, James are y'all friends or no? <laughs> because Jay. Check another interpretation, huh? Is that, is that, um. <laughs> This is not the version of the Bible I typically reference, but yeah, yeah I don't really reference King James. I mean, I'm well. You know. He's the pastor, so when you're leading the conversation, is this a non-denominational church? I don't, I don't know. So many questions. I mean, this yeah. is this is intense. Mm, yeah, the version I typically read says their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. That's which saying. I mean, yeah, <laughs> loyalty is divided, which fits in this situation i think it's appropriate scripture now that we've looked into it i mean i guess i thought that they were closer than what they are but i mean the man pastor dwight goes on to pastor say pastor dwight throws him under the bus completely yes. he says that sometimes you come across people that can't that can't say that can't have yes be yes and no be no mm-hmm. and he loves Paige him is as, eating it up girl Ooh. but he says that he loves him as a brother but marriage is not to be played with oh lord mm-hmm. he said he doesn't think our brother was ready and prepared for this yes yes it's real this is a really strange conversation because he's clearly like he's not Paige's pastor as far as i believe um and so he's like really throwing chris under the bus here and like telling Paige from a not i'm a friend of your husband perspective but like let me tell you as someone who doesn't know this man that he's doing you wrong and marriage is not to be played with so um, then we get into a very uncomfortable part of the conversation where yes. she says, how is she six weeks pregnant? And I really wanted Paige to stop right there. 
she should have stopped. He should have said, like, oh let's not get into God. that. Right. Somebody should have been like, let's not go there. But they both go there. Yes. And she said that they were supposed to have a sonogram, but now it's going to be another month. And she was mm-hmm. just like, I just don't know if she's pregnant. I haven't seen any proof. So she doesn't know what to believe. Mm-hmm. And then Pastor Dwight, again, I'm like, close bad, your y'all. mouth, says, well, if he finds out she's not pregnant, then he's going to be like, yeah, I he says, stay with Paige. And I'm like, what? He says when he finds out she's not. Not even oh, if he she said if when? He fi- oh. when he finds out. Because I was like, this man and this like this conversation should not have happened. I'm not, you know, an advocate for questioning other people's pregnancies. I feel like pregnancy is a very touchy situation. If she's pregnant, mm. you know, if she says she's pregnant, she's pregnant. Even if she's not, let her be pregnant. So um, then Paige, I guess, maybe wakes up <laughs> from mm. this alternate reality and says, well, this is a sensitive subject. We probably, you know, shouldn't say anymore. Girl, you already said it. Yeah. And it's not the first time she's alluded to it either. Is exactly. A thing. I'm like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. I think some... Has Virginia also maybe said, how do you know she's pregnant? Yeah. Well, no, I, no, no, no. She said, how do we know it's yours? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought somebody was like, how do you know that she's like, you haven't seen her. So how do you know she's pregnant? I thought that was a conversation, but maybe it wasn't. Which is so insane. But I'm, <laughs> it's, it's insulting. Heaven's anyway, sense. Paige just seems very thrilled with this conversation with Pastor <laughs> Dwight because he's speaking her language. And she's picking up everything he's putting down and they're best friends now. Yeah. She can probably much. talk to him about anything, go to him and find support, which is weird. Uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> we cut to Virginia and Eric. Oh, was that was were you about to yeah, keep on going? Yeah, that was it. Virginia oh. and Eric. Oh, man. They go to a putting green. Um, where neither one of them knows how to golf. So I guess they're just going on a date to go on a date. Mm-hmm. He's again talking about her missing him when he works. Yeah. So he's saying that he just this got back from, me. this was very confusing. He said he just got back from a work so trip too. and that he feels like they handled the time apart uh, pretty well. And mm-hmm. he feels like he handled it well, but Virginia seems very uncomfortable throughout this whole conversation. Um, So he continues to stress to her that he's always going to be gone. He's never going to be home. Um, And she says that the first trip that she took was fine, but she felt like the communication from him when he was traveling was not like what she gave to him. So I interpreted that to, to mean that when she was traveling, he wanted to talk to her all day, every day. But when he was traveling, he did not communicate with her as often. I mean, if you're flying the plane, focus on flying the plane. But oh, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> That's you true. know, but I, I don't but I, know what kind of planes he flies, what kind of distance he goes. Well, if he's I in imagine Atlanta, like I'm gonna assume Delta, so I'm gonna assume it's top notch. You know, uh, flying because you know I, I I love a Delta flight, um, <laughs> but. To your but point, even like going through the airport, like parking, yeah, going to the airport, checking in, getting on the plane, getting that I, going, I the actual never, flight. I never see those those. Um, I never see them on their phones. <laughs> I mean, like I never. No, see you're going pilots. from gate to gate. Yeah, like they're usually like kind of once they once they hit the airport, that's it. Like there is no communication. But I think to her point, I think she's thinking if you're not going to communicate with me every other hour then why should i communicate with you every other hour yeah i mean virginia makes a lot of good points most of the time yeah Mo- not all the time just most of the yeah. time she and so makes sense i mean they it just seemed really uncomfortable like she seemed very upset and stressed and 
he was just like, well, my job, I can't check in. I can't check in. So I don't know. It was yeah. just. I think for him, he's already said like a lot of his prior relationships have failed because of his work schedule, not right. being, not putting him in the position to like keep in contact mm-hmm. regularly. Yeah. So I think that's why he's just kind of being straight with it. Like, look, this is the job. You said it was okay. This is what you signed up for. Good God. It's not, but yeah. Okay. So go back to Haley and Jake. So she walks in with some bags. He's holding (laughs) her bags. He's holding her dog. Like how you hold a baby. (laughs) They love each other. He probably talks to his dogs that way. They love each other. So she comes in bearing gifts. Um, So she basically says that she bought him a couple of things. And so he starts opening the bags and it's clothing. Mm hmm. A uh, whole bunch of shirts and button downs, and he pulls up one and says, "Wow, I could be a farmhand." And I was just like, "Well, <laughs> damn." <laughs> well, yeah, it's just like like standard basic clothes that yeah. most people have, like a, a a like a button down plaid. It's all blue, but he's like, "If it was red, I could be a picnic table or something." Yeah. <laughs> something so like that. she's just like, "Oh, you know, I forgot the dog's name, but." Sophie, Sophie dog? and I want to want a fashion show, and so he's like, yeah. "Okay." So he he's comes a good out. Sport. He's a good sport about it. I was kind of offended because Why? for me, it's like if my spouse tells me that they're not attracted to me, and then the next day they pick up a whole bunch of clothing for me to wear. Mm. I'm like, so <laughs> if I wear these things, are you gonna find me attractive? I think that maybe reducing down what might have actually happened so i find like they just didn't like of course we saw just that one conversation mm-hmm. but like they might have had some more conversation beyond that where she might have been like i just feel like sometimes like you're dressing in fanny packs and graphic tees and like i want you to like wear man clothes i don't know i just feel like there could have been more conversation because yeah. he reacted better to it than like if there was nothing said and she was like oh i got you these these clothes yeah, that's you know? true so, I mean, I noticed that she was sipping on a White Claw while he was doing his fashion show. She's drinking. She's um, drinking to get through. So, yeah. So, he says that no one's ever bought him clothes before, except for, Just like, on Christmas. birthdays and Christmases. Yeah, birthdays. And she's like, well, cheers to that. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I thought that was sad, though. Like, nobody ever, like, <laughs> bought you a shirt. <laughs> like, I mean, right? Like, that's strange. Um, so, then like, he says. Nobody's checked the sale rack for you when they were at the store. He said like, it's got to be Christmas or, or birthdays, I suppose. Twice um, a year. Maybe. So he says that it was a nice gesture, but mm-hmm. he doesn't know if they want to try and develop a relationship past friendship. Yeah. Um, and he would like to try and develop something and says says this line of, we don't know what we don't know. Which mm. I thought was interesting. Yeah, one thing about the fashion show, though. Okay, so y'all know, or maybe if y'all been paying attention. So Jacob used to be a bodybuilder. And these shirts that she bought him, I don't know. The fit on them is not great, but then he's also wearing like these pants that aren't fitted. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's not necessarily making him look more attractive through the clothes. Well, it's I a liked, fail for me. I liked a few of the shirts because he's got nice like pecs. I'm not pecs. Well, yeah, nice pecs and also nice traps. So like, yeah. I love a shoulder trap combo. So like I was feeling yeah. a few of the shirts because I was like, oh, this is nice. Um, yeah. But he just looked, it's got to be a I like the shirts, but look like boxy on him. And I was like, maybe she should have got him like some like slim cut jeans where, or like something oh, that looks more like yeah. tailored. Cause his jeans were like big. He was tucking all the shirts into this belt buckle. I didn't and know so, why he was doing that. <laughs> it was like the shirts themselves were fine. The shirts were not problematic, but the shirts on him mm-hmm. and the way he put them together did not change much 
as far as like attraction goes i think well i don't know poor guy it was hard he tried though, and he's he's wearing these shirts the rest of the episode. Yeah, he is. So I think he's open to it. I think he thinks it's a thoughtful gesture that somebody would buy him something outside of his birthday. So, well, but then the conversation gets a little. Squirrely. He turns into Mean Jake. We see him yes, again. Yes, like which I'm sad about. Mean Jake can be quite the asshole. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. was just saying that. Oh, I hate it when he does this. So apparently, the night prior. <sighs> She went out with Paige. At she around, went down the hall. They did not go out. She right. went down the hall to Paige. At Paige's nine, mutual apartment. At 9.30. Um, sure. And he said that whatever. he didn't know if she was coming back. And apparently he was waiting up. Um, she didn't know. And so he wanted to talk more last night, but he didn't tell her. Apparently he sent her a joking text at 11 o'clock. And I guess she didn't respond. She um, didn't respond the way he wanted her to, I guess. I'm like, right. Back. And so she says that, well, you know, I can't read your mind. <laughs> like, you're going to have to communicate. You're going to have to communicate. Like, stop assuming um, what I may or may not do and just ask me. And so he does this thing where she's like, oh, well, if you would have texted me, I would have, you know, responded or whatever. Mm-hmm, and he mm-hmm. starts doing this thing where it's like. I Projecting like, is yes. the thing that he's doing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, you probably would have been a bit combative. And I was just like, okay, Jake, now you've lost me. <laughs> yeah. I don't Jake? like, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Jake has these demons that keep re- rearing their head every, every now and again with Haley. And mm-hmm. I don't know why I think she's completely caught off guard each time it happens. There's no way to predict. I don't even see it coming. Yeah. But it's like, they'll be talking and he'll be like, just like the same thing of like, oh, you have a boyfriend back home. And it's like, what? Yes. I, like, it's these outlandish, really random. <laughs> outlandish, random statements that are yeah. kind of ridiculous and i was just I like, was like she would have been combative if you've been like i'm waiting for you right like, that would have made her be like fuck you like what ha- like what do you think was gonna happen so she says that you know i can't just jump in here and immediately like be in a in a marriage where i'm like in love like it's just not automatic for her mm-hmm. um he, it seems like he wants her to be just like okay well we're married so act married and she's like it's it's not the same for me and he doesn't think that she wants to go through this process vulnerable and i mm-hmm. honestly feel like the same could be said for him yeah um because yeah he's just doing a lot of projecting <laughs> yeah it's hard to watch i feel bad for her every time he does that because outside of that like he's really cool but yeah when he starts doing that it's just so ugly and so mean that mm-hmm. it doesn't really give her any like i feel like it's not giving me any encouragement to open up so Definitely. i can only imagine how she feels like well every time i go hang out with somebody it's a problem because that was the last thing that set him off exactly. so he just really doesn't trust his partners at all hanging out without him like that creates insecurity for him he needs to get that checked out and talk with somebody about that <sighs> we go to day 20 uh virginia and eric are making mimosas and again <laughs> there's always alcohol in their scenes uh, Virginia asks what she what does Eric think the appropriate ratio for mimosas is? Uh, mimosas are champagne and orange juice. And Eric says 50-50. And Virginia laughs at him like he's an idiot and says, you know, I think a splash, just a splash of OJ is fine. Does champagne um, not give her a headache? I mean, like, what the fuck? You think 50-50? 
I'm on Eric with, well, you know, I'm not a drinker, oh, you know? So I was going like, to say I'm with Virginia on this one. I'm not with that, Eric. Not that, like, inappropriate, but I, if, I mean, I could, you could drink champagne by itself. You don't actually need orange juice. No, I'm with Eric 50-50 for me. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> they talk about that. That's pretty much the whole scene. The experts sent, Virginia answers the door. The experts have sent cars to each couple um, with love questions and... The question that we see Virginia and Eric talking about is what does love mean to you? And Eric was the one, he's the one who's been married before. And so that's where all his past relationship experience comes from, I mm-hmm. think. Yes. <laughs> he says he hasn't been in love since he, since his marriage ended three years ago. Um, and Virginia says that's giving her like a lot of anxiety because it seems like he can't love anybody but his ex. I guess it's kind of the, the idea that she's getting in her head with her purple eyeshadow again. Oh, God. So as they're talking, Eric is again harping on this word marriage, marriage, marriage. Every time Virginia says relationship, Eric is mm-hmm. like marriage. This is a marriage. Um, any other take, uh, any other points you've gathered from that conversation? Um, so she is wounded. <laughs> um, mm. Her parents' relationships have really done a number on her. Um, that's the way it is he says that his parents have been together for 40 years and she says that when she was younger she saw very bad examples of relationships she starts crying her dad is like two times divorced and the only good relationship she has seen is her sister and her partner and um eric says that he has so much respect for virginia in regards to what she went through i don't know how that equates to respect but Mm. he says that his parents were perfection and that's what he wants that's that makes sense because he kind of sees himself as perfection so i guess that tracks for me i don't like that word perfection um i don't either but i think (laughs) he sees himself that way yeah so basically she's saying she's got a fear of rejection the fear of abandonment um and he still doesn't understand why she wanted to do this Mm -hmm. (laughs) i worry for them long term (laughs) i'm concerned oh speaking of doesn't think they should do it. That was the other thing we left out of. Uh, mean Jake told Haley that you're not ready for this. Like, <laughs> like he knows. <laughs> that was like his his final like dig at her. You're not ready was, for this marriage. <laughs> yeah, because she won't just love him. Oh gosh, it's hard to watch. All right, so we get to okay. Bree and Vincent. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Oh, God. Okay. So their question was, how will you know when you are in love? Mm -hmm. Bree says that she is someone who looks for the flaws (sighs) in someone. Uh, And she says when she no longer looks for flaws and accepts them wholeheartedly, that's how she knows she's in love. Mm -hmm. Vincent. No one was sure where she was going, but she got there. Yeah. Vincent says that he thinks it's when you can't stop thinking about that person and he takes Bree's answer and says oh and also when you forget about the flaws I mean he just took her answer he did he was like that's a good point I agree yeah yes um she says that her walls are completely down uh she feels like she could tell him anything Vinny agrees you know he's just agreeing um he thinks that they are both vulnerable to each other and that's what love is to him and he thinks Mm -hmm. that they'll be using the the L word pretty soon and mm-hmm. she agrees like five minutes later five minutes later she says <laughs> i think i love you now she said that she's growing in love with him mm-hmm. he says i am also in love and growing in love as well mm. he also says he may have to use the restroom because he's feeling bubbly okay <laughs> let's take a pause here 
This is how I knew that Vincent is full of shit. <laughs> because he said that he may have to use the restroom because he's feeling bubbly. You think uh-huh. he uses the word restroom? What are when you he's, getting at? I'm getting that I don't think he's giving us his full authentic self. I think that Vincent uh-huh. is putting on... I think he's putting on this personality for the show and for her. I don't think I think it's who Vincent truly wants to be, but he, I don't think he's, he's not. That's not who he is. And like, no. I, just when he said, I may have to use a restroom. I'm like, so you're just, you're just really watching what you say and monitoring what you say in front of her, in front of these cameras, because you want to, is it because he said restroom? Yes. It's because he said, re- okay. there's no man. Sure what you're getting it. There is no man. I have never, no man who'd be like, I need to use the restroom. I'm feeling hmm. bubbly. Like, I, I just, it felt very <laughs> inauthentic to me. And I was just like, I feel like you're putting on a show. Oh and this is goodness. just my perspective. These things um, you're noticing. <laughs> but he just, but everything she said, he agreed. Every He just kept echoing everything she was saying. He's the happiest. He's been a long time. It, it just felt very, uh, I just don't think he's there yet. I think he's maybe getting there, but I don't think he's there. I think Vincent doesn't want to ruin this. And he's trying to be on his very, very best behavior. This is probably the best version of him that he has to offer. Yeah. And when this facade cracks, you know. Like it does. Will, <laughs> I mean, you can see little cracks when it shatters, which I'm sure will happen this season. You know, he's not. It's, this is a hard, a hard standard to maintain being like this lovey-dovey, this right. into like, I don't know anyone in a relationship who feels like that every time it's, they see. Yeah, it's not like, sustainable. No. It's just not sustainable. Mm-mm. So Brie does this weird baby voice. She's like, I love you, Mr. Mister. Yeah, <sighs> she says that. Oh, my gosh. Uh, when she says I love you, though, he does, like, you see, like, his face flush, which I was like, oh, that's, it's, he feels, he feels yeah. special. That's for all he wants is to be loved. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with what you're saying. <laughs> we go to Claire. <laughs> we go to Claire uh, and Ryan. They have two questions it seems like yeah um, yeah <laughs> i only like, got one, one question one, one was like what do you expect from love and the other was what can your partner do to help you fall in love right but they really only answered the second one right yeah it was just basically uh-huh. um how or something about how do you want to feel when you're in love or something like sure. that or i don't know ryan said he'll sure. know he'll know nothing about it <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, I've never been in love, so I'm not sure there's anything you can do to make me feel in love. And so Clara was just like, he's so awkward with the love questions and her talking head. And oh, and then there's one that's like, what can your partner do to make you fall in love with them? Which I thought was a really weird question. Like, Clara's can... answer is you can get her some food with no onions and she'll feel cared for. Which yeah, basic, which is basically acts the of bar's service. love for her. Yes, that's what I put too. I was like, she just likes acts of service. And she's trying to, she's like, I want you to get me flowers because you want to, not because I want you to. Like that that kind of a thing, which I get. I get it too. He seems like he's in shock. Like, I'm not going to, I don't know. (laughs) I'm not going to get you flowers. (laughs) No, but he was just saying that he, again, with his trust, he said he doesn't trust a lot of people and his trust is earned over time. And so when he feels comfortable enough to where he feels understood, um, that's when he's truly comfortable he's again he never understood. he never said love so i don't know if that means that he'll be ready for love i don't know he just never mm-hmm. said it so so clara yeah <sighs> again says she's she's in love all the time like she ain't scared of falling in love she's ready okay when love comes she's ready all right all right Haley and jacob man oh man their question is have you ever been in love and under what circumstances hmm this is weird though because he's 
He's again still in that like weird headspace, and he says like they're not getting along. Yeah, he was like, I don't have love for her. We're barely getting along, and I was like, Oh my god! <laughs> but he's like still wearing the clothes she brought him. And I'm like, oh god! And then he if gives I was us a- this really. I'm sorry. He gives us yeah. this weird statement where he's like. Love is like pheromone attraction and a bond and it just progresses. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Pheromones are like secretions you emit. Right. That's why I was just like, are you serious? So I think he's trying to like (laughs) rationalize like why? Like, are my pheromones not for you? Like, I think he's like just in his head about this whole. But then he goes on to say that like he's not a big actions guy and he doesn't buy flowers and have them delivered. It's more personal interaction. Mm -hmm. Again, Mm -hmm. Jake. This is uh, not, yeah. this doesn't sound He's good. all over the place. <laughs> he oh says God. she's deeply wounded from her previous relationship, which was seven years ago. Oh, and she said God. they were together for like five years on and off, which means yeah. she was probably like, this was like from high school to entering college for her. Mm-hmm. Um, he says he can't break her guard down and he thinks maybe they can jump on a plane together and that will help some, for some cool. Jacob okay. reasoning. Funny. Uh, they start to have they having a pool party at Jacob's house. I didn't realize yes. the pool was in ground. I guess I had never like really paid attention because he was talking about it so much. I think I was really turned off from it. But he has in ground yeah. pool, and it looks very nice. Um, the whole it's area. very nice. That's why he keeps talking about it. Yeah, it looked nice. Um, they have this weird interaction where he starts to drink a drink, and then she says, "What is that?" I don't know. This has to be some sort of ca- Caucasian thing. I'm really <laughs> confused. How about getting iced? I don't know what that means. I don't know. So I, I don't. Know. This is what I've gathered, or from what I could gather from watching it. Okay, so they're having this pool party. Jacob's wearing his '80s swim trunks uh, <laughs> on brand, of course, and Haley comes with some some uh, like Smirnoff ice, those ones yes. that like make ready cocktails or ready made cocktails. <laughs> wow, and shh. She's like, oh, you want to try it? Like, have you want to get iced? And I was like, what? Is this like a drug reference? Or what? It was so <laughs> what weird. What are you talking about? And he didn't know what she was talking about. This is like where you clearly see their age difference. Yeah. And he's like, starts, he's like, okay, sure. And he starts drinking. And she's like, no, you got to get down on one knee to get iced. And I was like, <sighs> why? Like, what is, what is the reference here? Anyone, help. He does it just because, you know, he's trying to earn her affections, mm-hmm. gets on one knee, chugs the whole ready-made oh, cocktails, God. probably all of 5% alcohol. <laughs> ready-made. <laughs> You're so boozy. That's what they're called. It's a ready-made cocktail. Yeah, ready-made cocktails. Like, you ain't got to add nothing to it. It's just, it's fine the way it is. But yeah, so, it's like probably all of 5% alcohol. He chugs it and gets up and there's no so big fanfare or anything. It's just weird. It's like, you've been iced so and he's like. weird. So then finally, what? like, Eric and Virginia come into the scene to Save get us out them. of this awkwardness. <laughs> oh, God. Haley does look very happy when he's getting iced, even yeah. though nobody else knows what's going on. I don't know. So then I think, do they all sit down at one point? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and they talk about like their routines. Virginia says that she's running late to work every single day. Eric looked a little She was on time today. She was a whole 20, <laughs> 20 minutes early, just that so y'all know. very immature. Um, Haley decides to give Virginia a tour of the house, mm-hmm. even though she's never really been in it. Um, so she was just like, I don't really know much about the home. <laughs> so then we but actually we can walk around. It's yeah. Cool. So we go into the gym, which I loved. I thought it was you beautiful. Know, one thing about Jacob, he is a very full out kind of person. He went all out he, and I'm into it. I mean, in his house, 
like like I was thinking, like he was gonna have like above ground pool and like some rocks. No, he full out landscape backyard. Mm-hmm. This gym is complete with everything you will ever need. He has like those boxes to jump on. There's every, <laughs> like he has the house is like, and then he got like there's a sauna. There's oh like downstairs, like, and he's like talking sauna. about this arcade. Oh, and I was like, amazing. all the stuff he has is like custom. Mm-hmm. To, like, she's like that. I mean, that's an indication to me how he feels about this relationship. Like, he's all in. He's that's like, true. look, let's go ahead and customize this thing. Those saunas are so expensive. I know. Guys. He's put a lot of money into his house, but, like, you ain't got nothing else to do. So, Man. he has Captain America weights on his uh, barbells that he's mm-hmm. bench pressing to go with his Star Wars kettlebells that he, he mentioned to us before. Jake, I, don't, I was like, what does he do? Well, it says he's a senior IT analyst. So, I'm just like, I don't know, oh, man, but you got, you got money. That would explain some of that. his social social interaction oh yeah definitely definitely okay so jacob has this nice ass house they're walking around and they end up in the gym i'm sorry i cut you off when you were talking about the gym no i was just very excited because you know the gym and the sauna i mean my goodness sign me up i was yeah like you got you can go out of your own pool and walk into your own sauna yes um it's it's amazing i'm sure he wants her to move into his place because i mean it makes sense i mean yeah yeah um, so then Virginia, so they start talking about their relationships, their weeks. Virginia says that they are good, her and Eric. Um, she says that she was mad because she apparently did a lot of work around the house while he was gone and he didn't notice. Um, and she said <sighs> that she got upset because apparently when she was traveling and came back, he did a lot of work around the house and she didn't notice. And he said there. that he didn't feel appreciated. So then she didn't feel appreciated. I'm like, okay, you guys. This is just everybody say thank you and let's move on. Right. Can we just move forward? Um, so Haley says that she is not attracted to Jake. Um, and every time that they have a conversation, they wind up arguing and everything is always so serious. And so she wants to just be relaxed and get to know him and just keep it very light. I don't think it's very serious. I think Jacob just has like a dry humor that she's not understanding. Like she's yeah, not reading into it. And just the way he talks, it's just, it's, it's tough. <laughs> It's funny, but like he's not like a light funny. He's like, well, yeah. I mean, sometimes we just want to have a conversation and just have a couple laughs, laughs, you know, and just a good time. And some people are just like, just like okay. Um, so then Brie comes over by herself. Yeah, she said that Vinny had something to do, or I don't know, something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so then she comes which over. Which is this is the second time she's come over to the rest of the group, and he hasn't come. I've noticed. Which I'm starting. This. I'm I'm like, is he working or is he like doesn't like this? Being was with after work because I remember Virginia said that she it was, was dark when Brianna came. Yeah. So I was just like, okay. So then, and then Ryan and Clara come over, and then Paige Lily came like it was pitch black at this point. So that's <laughs> Paige like, like she had pregame before she came. She, yeah. Um, <laughs> Ryan has on a Black Lives Matter shirt. Yes, he does. Um, Paige tells the ladies that, um, I don't know, she prefaces by saying that she and the girls have like a great relationship and that they're like best friends mm-hmm. or something. I was that like, was weird. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the only support she's getting on the show though. So that's really unfortunate. Um, so she tells the ladies that she met with Chris and his ex, um, ex fiance, mother, my child. Yes. <laughs> she tells them she came in with pure intentions and she's talking She's taking herself out of the relationship. But then she says, plot twist. He reached out to her the other day and he wants to talk. Clara says, again? 
Um, <laughs> and the girls are not interested in anything that Paige is saying. Like they're all except looking for at her Virginia. Like, Virginia's investigating again. Yes, yeah, but they're all just kind of looking at her like. Uh. So then Virginia actually asks a really great question where she's just like. <laughs> You know, take out the baby, take out the drama, just him as a man, period. Like, do you care about him? Which I thought mm-hmm. was a really great question because I wanted to know, too. Like, take all that out. Like, do you even like him like that? And so she yeah. says, and I quote, whatever the good Lord presents to me when I wake up that morning mm-hmm. is what I'll be led by. Yeah, which doesn't answer the question. So skirted it. Uh, right. Claire and of, Ryan. Oh, I, we were going to talk about uh, Paige? Cause, I no, mean, I was going to say that kind of ends us on that scene. We go back to Claire and Ryan. Ryan's still Ryan. wearing his Black Lives Matter shirt, which I don't know if that's because it was earlier in the day or the I think so. two, or two days in a row. Um, <laughs> whichever. Who knows? It doesn't really matter. He's, I mean, Black he's, Lives Matter every day, Jade. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Point. Get it in every scene. Glad somebody's thinking about Black Lives, right. even if you don't. Think about them otherwise. <laughs> Even if you don't identify. <laughs> hey, take all the support. Oh, God. So they go to a donut shop because apparently Claire loves donuts and Ryan knows mm. this cute little donut shop that makes these mini donuts. Um, yeah. She tells him that she's been eating cookie dough all day. <laughs> all day. <laughs> because they got some to bake cookies and apparently they didn't, they didn't get around to baking them. Mm. So she's just been eating the spoon. <laughs> spoonfuls of cookie dough every time she goes by the refrigerator i guess fun <laughs> ryan looks shocked <laughs> <laughs> it's so benign oh, but he's like God. his response is his just, face is my face i'm just like Ooh. so rigid he asked her about like vegetables he's like you know what kind of vegetables do you like and she's like i don't eat any vegetables <laughs> As she and literally she's like so she grabs a donut. No, um, I don't know if it they was made this montage player. of her biting into each of these donuts. And there was like, like I counted there. like four or five. And I was she just said like, she would seriously? try all the donuts. It was a platter. Oh, that was too much for me. I was oh, that was too much. I think she's just like you know how some people get like a box of chocolate and they bite into each one but they don't eat each one. I think she just wanted to taste them all, which there was still a lot to taste. It was probably might. like at least five or six whole donuts that she bit into. I can't do that. If I bite into something, like I have to finish it. So I, I was wondering it. as they were biting into them, I was like, I don't notice them biting after each other. So I thought about that whole kissing thing again. Like mm. if we only have like one cookies and cream donut like I want to taste it and you want to taste it like we would each like I'd bite into it you bite into it or vice versa like we swap right but I was like are they not kissing you don't see them kissing this episode I don't Mm-mm. think I know I think he was through <laughs> yeah so he starts like because of her eating this cookie dough this sets off this whole conversation Ryan asked her about her internal drive and her motivation mm-hmm. and like you know why do you go to work and she's kind of like or about internal drive she's like no and she says i go to work so i can pay my bills and that's kind of it and i was like wow and he says that people people before him have laid you know a path you know for him to do what he does and he wakes up with a purpose and knowing why you know you're doing what you're doing um he says he's motivated by success and if you're doing what you love you know you don't work a day in your life blah, blah blah um she says that she literally never thinks about those things 
Yeah. But he also starts talking about himself in third person, which I was like, this is so annoying. He's like, before Ryan Oubre, there were these people that lived this path. Like, and I was like, man, well, we're I here to eat donuts. I we're here he to eat saying, donuts. Though. And I really thought that he was, I, I was like, are you trying to talk about your ancestors? Because you can just say ancestors and not the people no. before me. Like, what the, what the fuck is that? Um, but I, I felt like I understood what he was saying because I do love like a good motivational um little speech and you know in yoga you i think know, you we, need to know your audience though like well and i guess Claire... it's, it's unfortunate because this is someone he's married to and she want to do all these q a's but it's like let's get deep here and she's just like no i'm just gonna chomp on donuts i don't feel like talking about motivational shit yeah it's like, okay i think it was a missed opportunity on her part to engage with him to like yeah. work her way into him a little bit better because like he was not... being more open than he usually is yes and his whole thing is about being comfortable enough to trust and if she's sitting mm-hmm. there chowing down on donuts and you know being super shady to him while he's trying to talk about things that are important to him i just think that's going to put her father away from the sex that she's trying to have i'm just saying yeah which again claire is comfortable with yeah, herself she is she is, she is so <sighs> there was that was that mm-hmm. we go <sighs> to brianna and vincent and she he's in the apartment she walks in she's doing the baby voice and i was a bit triggered because they like kiss when she walks in and she's like oh is that guacamole did you get guacamole real cute and i was like "Uh oh uh oh he's about to he's about to flip because she she said like a disrespectful comment by commenting that he had got guac on her honestly that was a missed opportunity for her i would have been like you just kissed me you got you got avocado on your lips like I mean, she commented on it. What else did she need to do? I'm just glad that oh, yeah. he didn't lose his shit. So, <laughs> um, you know, anytime she says something to him, he's I like, mean, that's oh, true. no. I mean, I'm shocked he wasn't embarrassed. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I guess you she, never know. It was a good Because she commented on it and she's real cute, you know, like, mm, okay. Maybe it wasn't super smart for him. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, can we get to the Spanish stuff? Because that was okay. Really yes. So <laughs> apparently, her mom gifted them a little board that says like uh, "Welcome to Brianna and Vince's" or something like that. It's like a chalkboard. Mm-hmm. And Vincent has put it on top of the refrigerator, and he has written some illegible words on there. <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> uh, even before he said, it, I was like, he got some chicken scratch on this chalkboard. Yes, but he says God. he wants to help her learn. Spanish, and so he's going to teach her four words a week or a day or something a day. like that. Yeah, a four, day, four words a day. And he like, starts with man. the very basics, and he's like amigos, best friends, like you know, just really trying to trying to help her. Um, and so I think his words are amigos, agua, cama, and bicicleta. Yeah, and she's like practicing the words. You know, they're sounding them out together. Yada, yada, yada. He goes down the hallway, comes back with the bike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> comes back with the bike, and he's thrilled about this purchase that he's made. And it's like a little cruiser. He put mm-hmm. some lights on the spokes and got her a Schwinn seat yeah, for her cute. butt. Um, and then he tells her, like, I also got a basket coming for cookie, but it's not here. It'll be here in a few days. He's, like, very excited. Mm-hmm. And this, again furthered my perception of him like doing this commuter lifestyle like riding a bike and having a backpack when the champagne was in that he shook up <laughs> accidentally <laughs> i was like he's like one of those people that like backpacks through the city i mean not backpacks rides through the city and then like you know has a backpack on yeah but he says it's because he got her bike because when they had their little 
not their little when they got married. <laughs> their little wedding. <laughs> <laughs> when they got married at their wedding, she said, "I want a bike," and it was just something she said in passing. Mm-hmm. Now, Tamara and I talked about bikes recently, and I was like, "I feel like I appreciate the gesture, but like, how do you know that's the best?" That's the bike that she wants based exactly. on her needs and, and her fit. And it's a cruiser, so I'm like, so it's she, a cruiser. Yeah, it doesn't have any speeds. It has like the brakes that you backpedal to brake, like when you're a kid, not right. like hand brakes. So I'm like, this so, is literally for her to cruise in. Like she won't be able to do anything. She won't be able to ride with him. It's no. not like he got a real bike. Right. So I was just like, I guess. Um, so then yeah. she says, how do I say I love you in, in Espanol? And I was like, seriously, Brie? Basic. I'm telling you, no seriously, Spanish. Have you not seen any she's never watched dora (laughs) nothing nothing with latinx characters or storylines nothing he started her with amigos let's just get that through and honestly they're gonna have she if she's serious about speaking spanish at christmas time these words like you need to know how to speak in conversation that's a verb I mean, Verbs. he's probably had her download some apps. You know, he's know probably going to talk to her and see if she gets it. It's probably going to be a fight. Whatever. <laughs> we go back. I want to get past them. <laughs> but my whole takeaway is he really wants a family. He is, like, really trying to make this happen. Oh, it's, it's a bit forced at it times. Is. Like it's forced. You can see him really putting himself aside and putting himself, like, it's, like, over the top the way like he's. Like, he's seen this on TV, and so this is what he wants. Like, if you got a his family idea. and a dog, you've made it. Yeah, one thing, like, does he have a dad? I think that's where he said his him and his dad are estranged or his dad wasn't around. Again, mm. another Matt James, I suppose. Oh, well, I, I, I think I might prefer Vincent. To, I don't know. That's a tough I question. I don't know. It's tough. That's a tough question. Maybe not because Vincent got I don't know because <laughs> once we get to our final scene, I'm really not sure either. <laughs> okay, so we go back to Paige, and she's meeting with Chris on this balcony patio of a of a place and mm-hmm. you know this time i think after feeling underdressed last time Paige has decided to dress for the occasion and so she's wearing <laughs> this this olive dress olive colored dress with a faux leather jacket mm-hmm. and you know we still have the faux locks in as well yeah um you know you think like i was thinking about this and i was like it hasn't been that long it's been like 18 days because she didn't yeah, have those true. at the wedding she got them for the honeymoon but it's been like every episode for us yeah i'm, so, I'm, I'm getting i'm getting a little fatigued <laughs> yeah well one thing i thought about too like the nola season like when the girls went on the honeymoon amani and karen had both got like their hair braided and then like by the next episode their hair wasn't yeah, braided anymore they took it out yeah because they yeah. were very like into like they gave us looks Yes. And so even yes. with, even Brie, like Brie gives us looks. Paige isn't really doing <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I remember watching the Nola know? season. And I was like, dang, they took them braids out fast. Because mm-hmm. we're only on day eight. You know, like they just had those for the honeymoon. But. Well, and honestly, like, again, they're living. New Orleans is a very, you know, city with a lot of, um, you know, hairstylists that know how to do Atlanta? And Atlanta is the same. So I'm like, why does your hair still in these faux locks? Or at least I mean, give us a high bun. Give us a side part. Give us a, a, a pony. Yeah. You can do so Black girl much. Conversations. You can do yeah. so much with faux locks, and she just keeps giving me the same, same style, and I'm just getting really annoyed. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's all beside the point. So they're sitting there, sitting across from each other, smiling like two idiots. Just look. <laughs> it just looks looks bad from the start. He walks up with this Hollister button down on it, and more ripped jeans, more ripped denim. <laughs> 
Did you like those ones? I know you like the I first I don't ones. like a ripped denim on a, on a gentleman. Well, I mean, he's oh. not a gentleman, so I guess it doesn't matter. Okay. I don't like a ripped jean on a man for me. It's a no for me. And I certainly don't like a Hollister button down. Is Hollister okay. still open? Who knows? Hollister, Lacoste. La- 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 like, where are they getting <laughs> these brands? Everything's available and accessible in Atlanta. I don't think you can find that stuff as easily here, maybe. Maybe that I'm wrong. he walked into a Hollister and purchased that. Or he walked into the back of his closet and he just had that. <laughs> I guess. You know? Didn't he say he was experiencing homelessness at one point? Like, <laughs> the man I don't said know. He makes more than Paige. So I would assume he could certainly go into the Dillard's. He's saving Pastor his money Dwight. for ex-fiance, mother of my child. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, they meet God. and um, he confronts her about Pastor Dwight. He's like a confrontational off the bat. She's like, well, he reached out to me. Like, I just accepted the request. Blah, blah, blah. Um, Chris says he's mad that Pastor Dwight reached out to him. And he's like, you know, he should have been on my side. He was part of my wedding party. And I don't have anything to say to him ever again. So Chris is, again, throwing a Chris fit. Because he doesn't like something that goes on. I do agree this was a really yeah weird situation. I actually agree but with that. Like, that was strange. I don't have anything to say to you ever again. Like, I feel like that's a bit, a bit much maybe. Like, maybe you should talk to him and be like, why'd you do that? And yeah, then, I like, mean, decide whether you want to talk to him again. Yeah, I agree. Because, I mean, one of my friends did that to me. I'd be like, let's have a conversation, and then we're going to part ways because that was yeah. strange. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess he did say that Pastor Dwight told him. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know how that conversation went. Like, he was like, oh, yeah. man, I met up with Paige and, you know. Who knows? But it seems like that's the whole purpose for them sitting down because Paige doesn't know why we're here. Right, right. So, and neither do the rest of us. <laughs> and neither um, does Chris, it seems. Yeah. So they're just sitting there staring and she's like, you know, anything else, blah, blah, blah. And she, then she says, like, I feel like you're wasting my time and it's pissing me off. She walks off. It looks like she's going to walk out. Like she's going to take her or give her mic back to production. Mm-hmm. They kind of encourage her to go back and tell him that she's done they do. it's production oh. and she walks back over there like i was she like girl there. you don't have nothing to prove to any of these people she walks back over there sits down with him which this was mistaken one when she wanted to leave she should have left because she gets us some some shit right after this yeah so he's laughing and he says i'm not laughing because i'm being offensive it's just how i express my express my emotions i express emotions which you know it's just really childish when you can't mm-hmm. can't respect the other person enough to to say what you want to say or like to not have that um inappropriate you know laughing she's right. not even yeah. saying anything she just said like she just walked off and she comes back and you're laughing in her face i mean granted i would be laughing too because <laughs> <laughs> i'd be like yeah. what the fuck you said he was leaving you out now you're back again <laughs> vincent um if you're going to leave, leave. That's the thing. If you're going to leave, make a strong exit. You better Always make here. a strong exit. <laughs> you leave not just don't. reality. Rule number one. If you're going to leave, leave. Don't and, and, come back. And then she literally says, you got me out here looking crazy. And I was like, no, you got yourself like, looking crazy. because you." He didn't even ask off. her to come back. That's the thing. It was like, he was like, oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> he sat there and let her walk away. And then she marched herself back over there. It's just so embarrassing. So but again... <laughs> She is a woman in trauma. She doesn't know what she's doing. That's true. She's, all trauma responds. I'm, I'm going to put this all in the trauma. And so he goes <sighs> back to his whole, 
Um, he's afraid he'll be cut. Like, he's like doing some external processing thing here where he's just talking. Mm -hmm. And he says he's afraid that he'll be cut off from his family if he continues his marriage in a sense. Like, right. oh, if I'm not with her, she'll be with somebody else. And that person will, my kid will know that person more than me, which I've seen happen. And I get that. But that's not how he initially presented it. Um, as that's not how he express his concern for getting right. back with her exactly and even if he get back even if he gets back with her that doesn't mean they're gonna work out so it's yeah. like i mean this was all acting like he was just like i might be happy i'm 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 so afraid i might be happy no, he likes to throw these breadcrumbs at her and she just pecks mm -hmm. at him like whatever he, says, he will give her she will take he may go through the process and fall in love sure she sure. says that she appreciates all of his honesty <laughs> Honestly, she whatever. feels him and hears him this is gaslighting at its finest you guys um he says that Paige doesn't deserve this he asks her what she wants and she says that she wants him to give them a chance she said she wanted him to give her a chance i thought she said past she wants tense. i thought she, i thought she said wants okay i have it in the past tense and i was like okay but he brings it back into the present yeah but he regardless he brings it to the present he says okay well let's do a reset let's start over <laughs> and my notes for this sentence is this is a weak man and a weak woman. <laughs> Major eye roll of let's reset because this is not the thing where you can so just weak. wipe the slate clean and forget what happened to you. In some situations, that may be appropriate. Well, that's what they're. I don't. Do. <laughs> she agrees. She's looking like a Cheshire cat again. Like fool. He just said, just Such said the magic fool. words. And so they introduce themselves again. Hi, I'm Paige. Hi, I'm Chris. Oh, and I just like would not recommend, girl. Did you forget? It's, we've only known him 20 days, 24 days maybe at this point. It's very sad. He's already told you he's not attracted to you. <laughs> right? His Multiple times. His ex-fiance is supposedly pregnant and he wants to divorce and wants to be with her. He thinks you have a fat ass and that's why y'all have sex every day. He does. He's not even living in the mutual apartment with you. What work is he doing to show you that he wants to reset? Apartment, not the mutual apartment. What is he doing to convince you that this is a good idea? That's Paige the thing. Said, I'm like, she literally said that it's whatever the Lord says when she wakes up. Jade, what's the what's the question? The Lord didn't say that if she walked off. She said the Lord said that to me. She said that God has led me to, to, to be with Chris. This is the thing about hearing the Lord. Okay, so I feel like in order to hear God and to hear the Lord, you need to have clarity. Like, you can't hear the Lord if you're clouded. Mind. Yes. If you're clouded and you're confused, you're not going to hear. She's, I think she's confused. Like... You don't know if you're coming or going, honestly. And this man is just throwing you every which way. And you sad just, woman. Sad woman. just free for the taking. So I'm sure they're going to reset, have some reset sex. And, you know, next week, as we see, the conversations still aren't going smoothly. It just really pissed me off. I just want so much more for her. And I guess she doesn't. So I have she to doesn't. with that. And, like, and, the, and exactly. Like, we can't want, you know, what's what what's best for her. I mean, like, she has to want what's best for her and she just yeah. doesn't like she's really True. just like it's, it's just so sad and just talk about low confidence i mean like this whole season is, is built on low confidence low self-esteem just all the lows <laughs> like everybody it's is bad. just low <laughs> it's yeah. just funny <laughs> it's terrible oh, we have three more goodness. couples to cover it'll be um, cool. or, Haley. <laughs> yeah Haley and Haley jacob and jake <laughs> 
<laughs> this is another one of their weird interactions. They go out to eat. Haley's being weird. Talk- she's she's weird, too. She's trying she to make is. it seem like he's weird, but she's weird as well. She's weird as shit. She makes this joke about having an <laughs> allergic reaction to crab, but then she orders crab, and yeah, he's just like, she's- so what are you doing? She's like, oh, you know, if I, I don't think I'm really allergic, but we'll see. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, so then she does this thing about, she starts talking about all her travels and I, I couldn't yeah. tell if it was a humble brag or if she was just really just like having conversation. Cause I mean, all of a sudden we, we talk about running the bills, running the bulls in Spain and then Australia. I think, <laughs> I think it's a bit of a humble brag because he's kind of asking her about these things or like she said something about being in Spain and he's like, did you run yeah. with the bulls? And she's like, yeah, I did. It's wild. Mm-hmm. He's like, did you get gored? And you know, like he's, he's yeah. engaging this conversation with her. Uh, she talks about he talks about he's always wanted to go to Prague, I guess, and she's mm-hmm. dropping fun facts about Prague and buildings and architecture and stuff like that. So yeah. they have a, a nice little banter going back and forth. This conversation actually ends well, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, they decide on, I think he says, no, she says, besides bowling, like, what else do you like to do together? Or what would you want to do? I hate bowling. I feel like that's a bad assumption. I despise bowling. Um, Don't take me bowling. I do not want to go. And she says she likes trying new restaurants. He likes to hike. I love hiking as well, Jake. So yeah. they both decide to do restaurants, hiking, and bowling, which I thought was, yeah. was, was a nice... It's a nice compromise, because yeah. she's like, I'm down for a hike. Like, I like outdoor stuff. Yeah. So... Hopefully we'll see them grow through those connections. I yes. think that it seems promising from where it's at right now. <laughs> I'm already laughing about our next couple. <laughs> this might take a little bit of time, actually. We're going to try to go fast. I'm going to, I'll summarize. Brianna and Vincent are in the car. They're driving or Vincent's driving. Brianna's in the, in the passenger seat. She's like, we're going dancing. We're going to salsa. Vincent looks calm. <laughs> Vincent looks cool, calm and collected. Like he's like, yeah, we're going to salsa, like Latin lover kind of thing. And so they meet with this coach, Julian, and I didn't know Brianna used to be a dancer, but she says she used to be a dancer. She doesn't say what. So I'm like, were you like, I think she's majorette. Okay. I'm like, were you ballet? Were you jazz? Like, I'm pretty strong. She's majorette. She seems like to fit a majorette prototype. Mm -hmm. Um, Makes sense. So uh, she says she used to be a dancer. So they're following salsa, which salsa, I guess, is not what you do in the Dominican Republic or not a very popular uh dance in the Dominican Republic mm-hmm. so <laughs> Vincent's like he talked at first he says he was happy to go dancing but then he's like I don't do much dancing over overheard you can hear the instructors instructor saying go left oh no the other left because it looks like somebody's <laughs> doing some missteps Brown's just kind of doing her thing like following the steps it's you know it seems very basic but Vincent is getting mad and beating himself up he says yeah. he prefers bachata mm-hmm and he's like starting to shut down like they do the steps following the instructor and the instructor has him doing together mm-hmm. and then he starts cussing and like you know just <laughs> it's, it's like an escalation and brianna is again looking completely caught off guard like boo this is just the two of us this is not <laughs> even just, an open class have a dance. this is supposed to be good this is not supposed to be a stressful situation <laughs> she looks like i don't i'm sorry i picked a date Cause she tried to surprise him with it. <sighs> so after the, the instructor tells him, you know, you can always come back. Like no big deal. I hope you keep trying. He's encouraging. They go sit on the sidelines and like drink some water. And Vincent is <laughs> sulking. Sulking. So angry. He can't even look at her. <laughs> She's like, are you okay? He's like, no. She's like, no. But even uh, before that, like he did two 
lines of, no, I'm all right. I'm all right. This was fun. And then she's like, are you sure you don't seem okay? And then he finally says, that's the I'm thing. If okay. I was hard, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not going to push it with you because you kind of explosive. Right. But. And so he, she, he says that he's not used to this classroom shit. Yeah, he's like so up in arms about like <laughs> you knew you were going to a class for salsa. I guess he thought he was gonna go to like salsa night, but like you're not ready for salsa night either. So like, <laughs> what did this is the best situation for you to be in? She's not a salsa instructor. It's not y'all could be in the comfort of your own home. The man is so like he's out of proportion mad i'm telling y'all so wounded i mean like he's saying oh well you know i'm not confident with salsa neither am i like so like why do you have to be an expert like why do you always have to look good similarly to this whole situation of him wanting her to get paper towels and help him i feel like (laughs) he wanted her to be worse at it so he could be like yeah man you were tripping or like i'm i'm the better dancer and because she didn't suck at it he felt insecure i mean just every other word was fuck fuck Fuck. And it's like, we know that's what he's saying, even though it's being bleeped out. And it's just like, you got me in here. being. I know she was super uncomfortable. You got this instructor here. How could she- you not be uncomfortable? Like, you think you're going- taking someone on a date and they're like right. upset the whole time. Like- and I just felt bad for her because she's just like, I thought this would be fun. I thought this was a good thing for us. And he's literally like having a nervous breakdown. And it just, it just made me really dislike him. Because I'm like, it's my man. It's so bad. That's the thing. Like, him in these moods. Yes. Like, oh, it's he's just moody. so much. And every time he gets like this, I think about what his family said when they were like, when he gets mad. I'm telling y'all. And he was like, I didn't get mad. No. They were right. They The family knows. They're like, he can be fine. And then he can flip a switch. Because That scene is like top five scenes for me. <laughs> like Comparing I, that to him giving her the bike. Like, you love her. Right? You're crazy about her to like, now you mad at Salsa? Girl. Man, stop. I mean, Cut, it out. Was, Cut it scene, out. This scene was legendary for me. Like, I couldn't. He needs somebody to put laughing. him in timeout and just be like, look, you need to gather yourself. <clears throat> it was awful. Regulate yourself and come on. Because we're not about to sit here and get mad about salsa class. It's not. The, the whole, whole night was probably ruined. They probably went home. He probably mad walking around the house, stomping around. And like, how, <laughs> stomping around. And like, how can you be mad? It's salsa. Like, it's fun. Like, you're just, it's just a one and a two and a one and a two. Like, it, it didn't have to be all no, that. No, I'm sure there's like some, I don't know. Hopefully we'll see next episode, like the kind of unraveling that came with that. Because I'm sure it's more than we saw. We, they kind of left us at the studio with them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm glad they did. Because I mean, I think, I think filming was over. <laughs> after that i think she's gonna start feeling more more timid with him of like mm-hmm. i'm not sure how he's gonna react kind of thing like walking on eggshells with him which is yeah. unfortunate because she doesn't seem like that type of person naturally mm-hmm. but i think she's gonna feel like she needs to start protecting him emotion like caretaking oh, his emotions i God. hate it for her and hopefully he like gets a grip but we'll see we'll we go see. to virginia eric eric's at his apartment his condo Mm-hmm. he's cooking pasta for Virginia. And he made, he was cooking asparagus with a fork. I just want to, you know, oh. say that. What do you mean cooking it with a fork? He had the asparagus in like, in like the pan and then he was moving it around with a fork and not like Ugh. actual proper cookware. <laughs> serveware, so just, you know. Okay. Okay. So they sit down to eat. Virginia is again wearing her purple eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. And oh, before you get into that, I just wanted to make this point. Everyone keeps going back to their old apartments. So, yes, <laughs> I mean, are the are the are the joint mutual apartments not great? Because he like everyone just went home. It seemed. Well, I thought about that too, and I was like, well, Jake went to his apartment, or Jake went to his house because that's he was hosted a pool party for everybody, right, yeah. and that's the safest COVID way to do that. 
Eric going to his apartment. Well, Virginia mentioned this because at first I was like, why is he over there? And she said she went home to the mutual apartment. He left a note for her to come there. Right, yeah. So I don't know if he, like, had groceries he needed to use or <laughs> just wanted, like, a change of scenery or what. But Yeah, it was weird. She did mention, like, he spe- specified that she needed to come over there. Maybe yeah. he, I don't know. Yeah, it didn't say he was doing nothing special. Because he's like, yeah, I'm, yeah. Just making, I'm just cooking. And I'm like, well, you could have cooked at the mutual apartment. So, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. So as they're talking, they're doing some close-ups on Virginia, and it just looks like the alcohol is really aging her. That that I becomes was, really distracting for I me. I didn't know what to, I, I didn't know how I was going to say this because I don't think she's oh. an unattractive woman. But no. these close-ups were not. Um, they were not good. Like she's no. she's looking a little a little. She looks disheveled almost. Like she yes. took a nap and then woke up and came over. Like her face and like her cheeks, and I'm just like. I, Mm-hmm. I, know, I was girl. like, is this alcohol or is this just <laughs> I think it's alcohol. I think it's the yeah. alcohol. It was really <sighs> distracting. They were just eating like some plain pasta. Y'all didn't miss anything. Yeah. Like, some yeah. bowls. I, I honestly didn't even see. I just saw asparagus. It, it, didn't, it, it didn't look like anything. Um, but he's like super into her. She's looking unsure. Like he's like, like laying on pretty thick yes. at this point. Yes. Um, he goes and I finish eating change, change rooms like the couch. Mm-hmm. He gets his guitar. He says he has something for her, and I thought it was gonna be a song, but it's just an instrumental at this time. He says it's yeah. not finished, just so he melody. plays. Yeah, just a little melody that he's working on, which is cute, I guess. So maybe that's cute. why. He, maybe that's why he went to his apartment to because the, the guitar is there. I mean, I don't think he has the guitar at the mutual apartment. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Because she said so. she had never heard him play like when they talked to his friends. Mm-hmm. Um. So that may be why they kiss, they exchange I love you's. That's kind of it. Is there anything yeah. I missed? No, that was it. I mean, I just was like, as we as we end Married at First Sight, I'm very mm. concerned <laughs> for all the couples involved. Yeah, it looks like next week we're talking with Dr. Viviana about sex. And so mm. we'll see what happens. We know who's not having sex. Clara, <sighs> looking at you. We'll see how that goes. Uh, let's move yeah. into our recommendations for the Ooh. week. We're going to so, try to keep this brief, too. Hopefully. Yes. Hopefully, because this, this is a doozy. So I'm it's clearly, I'm recommending uh, Meghan Markle's interview with Oprah that was on CBS mm-hmm. this past week. My, my, my. Um, I am an avid watcher of The Crown. Not that that matters, but I just recently <laughs> got into The Crown um, over the pandemic and I followed Megan and like her wedding to Prince Harry and like their courtship and everything. I was following that because, I mean, this is a biracial black woman who's marrying um, royalty. Um, so I've been, you know, just kind of watching their experience and their love and kind of seeing it played out in the, I guess, just in the media and then the British tabloids and it's been a lot. And so hearing that interview, I was left with wanting more. Um, mm. I want more from her. Like, I want to hear more about her time there. I feel like there's a lot more stories that she probably didn't share. She's extremely well-spoken. Yes. Um, and I feel like I need to really channel her when I speak because I, mm. I didn't hear a like, an um, a pause. Yeah. She's a polished. She is yeah. so polished. And honestly, when Harry came in and was talk, talk, jip, jabber, I was just like, okay, is he media trained? Because he seemed, at times, he just seemed like a little bit more uh, raw 
or real. I, I don't I know think if he... he's done with this bullshit. Yes, but... yes, yes. And she was still very polished. But honestly, like I just we learned so much. I think none of it was yeah. surprising about the royal family. Just really disheartening. Very sad. Um, mm-hmm. I always thought that they left on their own accord, and it seems like they were just kind of pushed out. Really. Um, yeah. So it's very sad. So I recommend it just because it is very interesting just to hear, you know, things from the royal family that we never really hear about because they're very closed, closed off, really. Um, yeah. So it was sad. It was sad, but hopeful. Um, it was more sad, I think, just hearing her struggle and her struggle with mental health throughout the whole thing and not really having any support. Um, and it sounded like nobody really given fuck. So very sad so i do recommend it just because i think everyone should watch it yeah on um the megan interview uh, just fyi i had some trouble finding that because i didn't watch it when it aired mm-hmm. um <clears throat> but cbs cbs all access recently changed into paramount plus um however cbs all access and paramount plus do not have the airing rights to that because oprah owns oh, it and so oprah. if you would like to watch it you okay. can watch it um, either through cbs.com or cbs there's a just a plain cbs app not the all access version just the plain one has it um or anything like cbs i don't even i'm not sure if it's on own or not yeah. um but it's available <laughs> for the next 30 days and I then it's gonna be on own <laughs> yeah why not i just think it's different programming oh well oprah owns it so i don't know yeah I don't know, um, but it's available for the next 30 days, 30 days mm-hmm. from the time of the interview. So if you haven't watched it, make sure you watch it. Yes. My recommendation piggybacks right onto that. Um, so there was a time uh, sometime towards the end of last year, I guess. I really love documentaries <laughs> and I came across uh, Diana in her own words and I hadn't seen The Crown not super familiar with anything going on with the royal family mm-hmm. uh, or Diana herself. Uh, the documentary came out in 2017. It's available on Disney+. Plus. It's basically uh, like Diana's giving this private interview, Princess Diana of Wales, Duchess of Wales, um, so Harry's mom. It's her giving this secret interview that uh, this, I think it's a friend of hers asking her these private questions and she's answering very honestly it's very reminiscent of the interview that uh megan gives to oprah Mm -hmm. and she's talking about some similar struggles with mental health and just being put into this going from like a regular person to trying to assimilate into this royal family and these expectations Mm -hmm. um so it covers it covers i think everything from well yeah pretty much from the start of her life like her earliest memory until her until her death um and when it was actually released of course she was had already passed and so uh it just talks a lot about all their drama and that kind of got me into starting the crown but one of our listeners said i don't need to i don't need to start from the beginning i can start i can start the last two seasons and be okay so Mm, (laughs) So, i actually really enjoyed the first two seasons i i didn't couldn't get i haven't been able to get through the first episode so okay first two seasons i really liked season three is tough so okay we'll we'll see how that goes but yeah well i really came for diana so yes yes, but (laughs) season four So, uh, yeah, I would highly recommend listening to Diana. Uh, she's also very well-spoken and very mm-hmm. candid in the things she is sharing. Um, and Harry was 12 when she died. Um, and, of course, she was also trying to get out of the family um, when she divorced Prince Charles. 
So uh, if you need like a deep dive on the British royal family, because me as an American, just like Megan, I don't I don't know who these people are right. and they're the way they live over there. It doesn't really affect me over here so much. Right. Um, but it's very interesting, very riveting. Um, just to even see the contrast between Megan and Diana, because there's so many years apart, like a quarter century, I think I, I heard. Um, and furthermore, from the same deep dive, The Daily, which is another podcast, uh, released an episode comparing Megan and Diana's interviews this week. Um, so that might be something to look out for, too, if you're just wanting more and more and more from this, sto- from this story. But really, really good stuff. Megan was awesome. Diana is equally awesome. I stand both of them. Awesome. So I think that concludes our episode for this week. Yep. We'll be back next week with more shenanigans. The Bachelor, I believe that'll be the maybe the final Final episode. I think it'll be the final sure. episode, and then after that, we'll be after the final rose. I don't know. I'm I'm new to this world, but uh, we'll get mm, to that, and then same. we'll have another episode of Married at First Sight, and looking forward to it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, don't forget, follow us on social media. Send us an email if you'd like. Um, subscribe on your streaming platforms to get notified when the new episodes are released. Mm-hmm. Um, and other than that, y'all, take care of yourselves. Life is so hard. Um, tough, don't let guys. anybody put you in a position to just be traumatized and just keep recurring the trauma. Know your self-worth, you guys. You guys are all beautiful. Goodness. You know, just just rise up. It's rough. I, like, I know we're laughing and joking, but seriously, like, take care of yourself. Yes, definitely. So... Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon. See ya. Bye.